Hello and welcome to From the Be All End, and this is the debrief post Nottingham Forest, and uh, that was a that was a game that, uh, well, at the start of the game, I think you'd have said you'd be happy to take a point from a match like that, but it doesn't feel like that after that performance and after that performance from VAR and the referee in particular. Justin, what are your feelings after that performance? Uh, well, um. I'm absolutely devastated by that result. I thought that it was there for the taking and I think we've been really hard done by. Um, I thought both the VAR decisions that went against us were absolutely ridiculous. There's no way that's a deliberate handball. There's no way it's a clear and obvious error. With uh, with the sending off, are those kind of tussles happen at every single corner in every single Premier League game. I don't know how you can see from the distance the camera is away from the incident how how it's deemed to be uh, violent conduct. Um, I, I mean, obviously, we it was a much better performance. It was a much better performance than we've seen so far. Uh, but I'm just devastated for them that they didn't come away with the three points because I think they deserved it and they've been robbed of it by a couple of really... Well, one absolutely dreadful VAR intervention. Does anyone disagree with what how Justin saw those VAR decisions? I don't. Not in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> it's, it's it's part of the. You almost feel like you come to the Premier League with an agenda when you're you know you're one of the smaller town clubs and you know the way we left the Premier League left a bitter taste. You know the Burnley fans were you know they're singing about you know. The Premier League's corrupt and this, that, and the other. I was just talking with the guys off screen about, you know, if you look back at the last three games that our last season in the Premier League, and how they give a penalty for Spurs when nobody in the in the ground has a clue what it's for, and they seemingly go back about fifteen phases in play to find, you know, something from close range that's hit an arm and it's not again not deliberate. Give the penalty, you lose the game. And then a few nights later at Villa, there's a similar situation in the other box, and Dina handballs it, and it's not a penalty. And it just you just feel that the size of the club, you know, relates to the to, to the you know the decision you get, and it, it, it's quite simply not. I say nobody in the grounds appealed for it. You know, no. if it if it, if it does hit his arm, which is debatable after umpteen replays, it's his bicep exactly the same as Awainye at the other end. In the build-up for uh, Hudson Odoi's unbelievable uh, equaliser, it's his bicep. You know, if are, are we going to are we going to get a you know like a you know a, a goal line technology? You know, we'll be, we'll be getting like shirt sleeve technology next built into your kit. You know, where it tells us whether it actually hit the arm or not. You know, it's 
it's not intentional either way. It doesn't aid his control. You know, he's won the ball, it breaks forward, he plays it inside, and, and Burnley have won that game, pure and simple. They've been mugged off. Yeah. Well, you, you made a good point on the chat about if that game had been in the Championship. Um, Burnley would... Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. It would have been 2-1 and it would have finished with 11 men. You know, you can, you, you can see how it's hit his arm. You can see why they've given it. You really can. Um, but it's extremely harsh. And it's not being given in the championship. You know, it really, you've got to look at it quite a few times to even give it a, you know, a consideration, Rambo. And it's, you know, it welcome to the premiership. I mean, the ones, the images I've, I mean, you've got a big screen there, Woody, to bet you, so you might have a better view, but, but I haven't actually seen an image where I can see the ball against his arm. I could, I could see. Granted, it was, it was half and half. If he had slightly longer sleeves, it's it all his sleeve. That's how, that's how kind of close it is to everything, you know. But I can see, I can see how it's given. I can see how it's given. My biggest issue is the fact that, and I think Heginbotham's right at the weekend. The Sheffield United manager, you know, he just came out all guns. I mean, we've just listened to Vinny on on Sky, and he, he's a bit more, um, a bit more reserved, shall we say? But for me. The defender who ends up with flat on the floor doesn't appeal for handball, right? The defender knows he's made a right holic to that. He has made a right holic to uh, trying to deal with Sander Burge and, and the ball. It is just ridiculous. And, you know, we were talking before we start recording. And like Chris says, you go 2-1 up, you win the game. Foster don't get sent off. That inexperience, that moment of inexperience when he's tussling, he's kind of riled by the fact that he thinks a perfectly good goal has been disallowed. You know, it is an experience and, and, you know, companies come out and said, we we need to support him. It's it's a bit stupid. He's going to miss three games now. But it does feel, it feels like we've been mugged off. You know, I think for, we were sloppy to start with. I thought we were terrible um, in possession for the first half an hour. And just mm. the sky, Don Goodman and the commentator were <laughs> reveling in the fact that Forrester dominated... Collie Osho, let's talk about Luca again, Luca time. Uh, superb, creates a goal for the Swiss Messi. Um, and it looks like we're, we're kind of right. We're there, we're there, we're in. Um, if we're going to allow the Forest goal, because I think it's exactly the same, I think if you were to show the two passages of play for our second goal and the Forest goal, slowed down, you could make the case both for handball and against handball. And I think if you've given one and you've not called Rob Jones over to look at the first one, then you don't call him over to look at the second one. Darren England on VAR has been completely and utterly incompetent tonight in his reading of the rules and his application of the rules. Because if you don't let the referee see the first one, then you shouldn't let the referee see the second one. Because it is absolutely, it's almost identical in where it supposedly it's the arm. Yeah. It's as simple as that. So there's no the, the, the second it shouldn't even be a discussion. Why do they even go to the screen? Because I've never seen once a referee go to the screen and go against and what he's decision. getting in, yeah. in his ear all. Very yeah. rarely, very rarely it's happens. A, you go into a screen to get told by three guys in a truck that they've they've, they've zoomed in at like the oh, mm. <laughs> Up team pixels, and they've you know they've they found it like you know 
a, a millimetre of it's touched his, you know, his sleeve, you know, and, oh, come on. It, they're just finding excuses to disallow goals and they're taking all the fun out of the game. All the all them Burnley fans tonight, they, they've paid, you know, paid their way and, and gone to Forest for the second time in a couple of weeks on a, on a ridiculous night, Monday night. And, uh, you know, they, they're celebrating because they know, in all likelihood, you know, they've gone in front with 10 minutes or so to go and Burnley are winning that game in all likelihood. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of minutes later, oh, well, well, it's it's, it's, it's a bit of his arm. It's not a bit of his arm, half of his arm, half of his sleeve. Oh, come on. It's just... Mm. And it is, is, I didn't realise until I left England last year, and people used to to say, like, well, VAR works all right in other leagues and stuff. And, And I don't like it in general. I haven't liked it from the start for loads of reasons. But... I didn't realise until I started watching a lot of football elsewhere that they don't overuse it like they do in England where they, they go and look at every goal, almost like you say, Chris, looking for a way. Is there a way we can rule this one out? Yeah, It, it yeah. does feel like that. And and mm. they just don't do it in other leagues. You know, in MLS, mm. the, the goal, it's got to be pretty clear cut to get, get used, you know, and, and the same in other leagues. It, it's just over the top. And the, the problem is when it comes in, there's this knock-on effect of everything that happens with VAR. And we saw that with Lyle Foster where, right, okay, he, he elbows the guy in the ribs, right? I, like Justin says, that sort of thing happens at a lot of corners. Maybe it was a bit stronger than in a lot of other cases. Maybe. But as soon as he goes and does that review, it can only be a review for a potential red card. That was a yellow card at the most, a yellow card. Yeah. But he's in a position where he's got to give a red or feel like, as a referee, to try and give him a bit of credit, he feels like, if I don't give something here, I'm condoning somebody elbowing somebody in the ribs. So he therefore has no choice but to give a red card in that situation. If there was no VAR, he has a word with him or it's a yellow card if he sees it. If he doesn't see it, well, it's just a moment. And the guy might have gone down easily as well because he knows that when he goes down, he's going to get a far review. So it all plays hmm. into it, you know. As somebody just, points just out, though, it, yeah. he's, hold, he's holding. He's holding Foster. So do we not review the incident that leads to, exactly. to the red card? <laughs> do we not review that? And yeah. is, is it then not a penalty if he's being held? And he's trying... It, 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 the answer is it's not a penalty. It was there's such not a joy last game. year. It was I such know, a joy last year to have no VAR. There were a couple yeah. over the weekend where you can't. You stood there and you're waiting, oh. you're waiting, you're waiting, and then you're going, right, we've checked whether it's offside, even though everybody in the ground knows it's not offside. We've checked whether, you know, the goalkeeper's <laughs> mum's got a fucking shopping in from Asda on time, because that's another reason <laughs> to dislike. It is literally... The, the Forest one, they check for offside first. At oh, no yeah. point did I think anybody was in that Forest build that was offside. Never entered it's, it's not even close either, is it? It's not, not even, even close. close. So why are mm. we checking for offside? Yeah. And then we kind of go, oh, well, we can't do something. Let's check for an handball. And at first glance, I think, yeah, there's handball. Then somebody pointed out on our WhatsApp, well, it's the sleeve. I think Woody, you pointed out, well, it's the sleeve. Yeah, fair enough. It's the bicep. Yeah, we're allowing that. John Goodman keeps calling it a T-shirt. That pissed me off. <laughs> it's not a T-shirt. It's not a T-shirt. It's a, it's a football shirt. It's, it's a, a T-shirt shirt. line. Stop banging on about the T-shirt line, Don. Yeah. And it's just, it's riled go me. Back to, it should go back to the Everton game yesterday. And we're, we're allowing Arsenal to take half a minute over every yeah. corner. And it's a you know, the, the deliberate tactic, as it turns out. They've, whether Everton have switched off, they've, they've scored a really well-worked goal. But 
Then they had on four minutes. And there's yeah. been, I think there were seven subs made at five intervals. So it's five intervals at 30 seconds each. Plus there's been a goal. Plus there's, you know, there's been other little bits and pieces of stoppages. And the Arsenal have taken half a minute at every dead ball. And it, yeah. like, mm. like he, he books Trafford tonight. Yeah. With for, no warning. Oh. What's the cut? That was 28 ridiculous. Seconds. Oh, 28 seconds is all right, but 30 is not. Yeah. And he's booking him for time wasting, isn't he? He's booking him for time wasting, but clearly he's not time wasting, is he? He's not. Obviously, you're looking, not. looking for options. <laughs> Ten minutes looking in. for options. Ten yeah. minutes just, in. Just get rid of the ball. Without just, a warning. Just get rid of the ball. Yeah, get rid of the ball. Give it back to the opponents and watch them score. All because you had to get rid of a football to avoid the yellow card. They're overthinking everything. The referees. They're, they're they're thinking. You know, as I was saying about that thing where he's. He doesn't want to send a message that an elbow in the ribs is okay, so he gives a red card that's not a red card. Same with the time-wasting decision. Mm. He thinks he's got to impose his authority on that early on or something. Well, that's very early on, isn't it? In first and, he, and, he, and, he's, and then he's and then he and then they do they do that sort of stupid shrug they do as if to say, yes. "Well, what you're not giving me any choice about yeah. uh, you it's know what do you expect pull, me it? to do?" You know, it's the Mark like, Dean oh. face pull. It's that yeah. kind of you know you screw your face up, you shrug your. And it just, they're like... We'll, we'll see. But that's, that's, that's Trafford's first instance. On, at the weekend, we'll see a tackle in first five minutes that's a, a stick on yellow card that nobody books in first five minutes because it's common sense not to book someone yeah. in first five minutes and let the game flow, blah, blah, blah. Well, just, let's say, just warn him. Just say, enough of that, son. We've clocked it. You know, don't do it again. And Next time. I just, yeah. yeah, drives me mad. Right. What about... The performance, though, because <laughs> away from away from that horrendous refereeing and and that feeling that that Burnley got robbed, um, to me that felt at times end of second half and spells in the second half like the Burnley of last season were were re-emerging after that disappointing start. Who wants to uh, Woody? What do you, what were your feelings about that performance? Well, considering I missed half the first half. Uh, but so the second half, like you say, it the, the fact that we're talking about VAR and we're talking about being robbed is quite a progression considering what we've been talking about for the past month and a bit. Mm-hmm. It was it was a hell of a better performance. You know, Collier was on fire. Fazinho is literally <laughs> something else at this present moment in time. You know, and there was a there was an industry there with Brino being th- uh, brought back into the middle. Uh, Taylor, well, we've got a left back, you know. Uh, but there was the there was the industry, there was the desire, there was the will, and you could have expected after those first three results for them to, you know, not come out all guns blazing against the Knotts Forest side that, you know, are eighth, aren't they, after today, who have started mm. off pretty decently. Decent. Yeah. So all told, I think it's a it's a very solid performance. It's a shame that we we won't have um Foster for the next three games, but I think there's a there's a lot more to be happy about than there is to be pissed off about. Mm. To be fair, yeah. Uh, what I, what I wonder is, are we taking credit for this? Because he's picked almost the side <laughs> we were kind of recommending after the Spurs game. Do you think he's cool. li- do you think he's listening in and and you know taking his <laughs> taking a few tips? It was almost exactly what we said, <laughs> wasn't it? Bring Charlie Taylor in, but he probably won't do that. And then Brown will shore up the midfield. And Goodmanson gives us a little bit more solidity, and all that 
proved to be the case. So we're obviously football yeah. geniuses, <laughs> and, and company listens to us to get his advice. Yeah, it's got to be. He definitely be listens. Easy. Definitely listens in the back of his his Range Rover coming in from Manchester. You just you can just you can just tell. I mean, you know, uh, Chris suggested that. Charlie Taylor was given was about to be given a day off on his birthday, like a lot of companies do. Um, but we saw it, didn't we? I mean, it was them. It's not letting the winger get to the byline that Charlie's so good at. You know, it, it more so than Roberts. Roberts isn't really a slide tackle defender, whereas that Taylor, that almost trademark Taylor slide tackle to stop the, you know, to stop the winger getting past him, that was a joy to watch again. And he does play a little bit like a company winger, uh, a company fullback, didn't he? I mean, oh yeah, it'd have been brilliant if he'd have hit that, you know, if if he's yeah yeah the second half and hit the target. <laughs> but he, he looked comfortable, you know, he looked good, he looked comfortable. Delcroix when he came on for the last few minutes for for Bear looked decent, looked a lot more comfortable at left centre half than playing that weird kind of inside left back type role. Um, Bear looked like three, Bear again. Bear looked like Bear again. F- that front three of Foster, Amdouni, we saw Amdouni coming back over the halfway line to collect the ball as much mm. as he could, which was good. Collie Osho, absolutely superb. You know, really had Montiel for, for toast um, all the way through that kind of first half. Did tire, as you said, you know, tired towards the end of the, the, the first half, Simon, I think you'd mentioned on the group. But but that's what we're asking wingers to do. Aren't we're asking... was was was. Checking was on the uh, yeah, checking the WhatsApp group. Yeah. <laughs> but everything about that performance was was decent, you know. Apart yeah. from being very sloppy in possession in that first half, first thirty minutes, everything we'd suggested that you know that pragmatism from um, from company to kind of mix it, you know. Fine, you can have your forward players, just give us a bit more in midfield and a bit more in defence. Mm. And everything will start to click. And, you know, Man United at home on Saturday night under the lights. Another good chance to, to kind of see how how this team can perform against a, a you know, a mid-table side. But if you think of all the, the, the sort of... If you're a neutral tonight and you're influenced by the feel of the commentary, etc., you'd have been, well, Burnley are under the pump here. And then you think... Yeah. But, you know... Hudson had always scored an absolute worldie, and without without an absolute worldie, Forrest gets But but he, but he's <laughs> other than that, as as Hudson had died offered much. Gibbs White was poor, you know. Elanger, I think's ordinary. Had an ordinary night, uh, and bar the opening in the first half where Bayer's caught in possession, they've not really had much of a sniff for for you know, even as sloppy as Burnley were first half out. But after that. They just took control. And, and again, you know, bar a worldy completely, well, I won't say against the runner play because they just had a little five-minute spell of pressure. But, uh, you know, but for that, I said Burnley go on and win that game. And well, Trafford, say, Trafford a, got tested yeah. once, really, didn't he? Apart yeah. from the goal, he had that one diving mm. save, a very good save. Uh, I did think there were a couple it. of occasions where Trafford got caught under the ball and didn't quite get out and and dominate yeah. like, 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 a, like a really good goalkeeper would. There were some... Crosses and long throws that I thought he could have uh, he could have done better with, but you that's know, you it. Though we've not been played through, have we? Nobody's carved. They've not carved us open. Uh, no, and 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 the big the big plus point for me is that even even with that sort of newfound solidity that we've got through the team, 
um we were still dangerous you know it wasn't it wasn't you know a company was saying wasn't he that you know we 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 were creating chances and he'd be more worried if we weren't creating chances and that sort of proved to be a little bit true tonight because we did still get behind him we still did put him under a lot of pressure so we we didn't sacrifice a lot of that sort of you know attacking intent for 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 the solidity that we got it's, it, and it's just it, it, i'll say it again it was what we were saying last week that we needed to do yeah i think yeah, you make a really good that. point there i think you make a really good point there justin i think that the fear is is that if you get back to basics if you try and make it dull and mm. kind of look for a goal on the break then actually all the things that company brings to burnley you get rid of but actually that wasn't the case was it you know we we had that kind of foster strike um yeah. we had the strike from Anduni, which i think Tur- turner got down really well to because that's that's, really good, yeah. that's a brilliant save yeah. from from turner you know them them kind of in that interplay between the kind of front three and and goodmanson i i forgot goodmanson was playing at times and that's not being disparaging to goodmanson it meant he was doing the work going about his business you know mm tidying things up, doing what Goodmanson does, what we'd suggested on the podcast Goodmanson would do in that role. Mm. And actually, maybe that is the system. You know, definitely Brownell. Yeah. I thought Brownell, he does make a real difference. He's got that ability to to accept a pass and move it on quickly. Industrious. Industrious, but yeah, it's yeah. a bit quicker than Cullen. But then when Burge came, uh, Sander Burge came on, he, you know, as you said in the group, Simon, he, he impacted the game. And that's, maybe yeah. that's where Burge comes in and, and impacts it when Goodmanson starts to tire a little bit. I still think you get Masengo in there and, and you've got, again, a, another little added bonus of the lad being quite strong in the tackle and being able to turn out of possession and, and kind of really start to move things. But I, I'm really pleased for Amdouni because I, I think he's looked in, in, in patches like he's, you know, potentially that first you know, hundred million pound player, you know, because I think he has got all those attributes to to be that kind of player. And I thought his interview this week about, you know, what he wants to be and how he wants to play was really good. And and tonight I thought we saw a kind of fairly consistent Amduni performance in terms of coming looking for the ball, like we saw on the the um the clips before he signed, coming back over the halfway line. And getting stuck in, he's not afraid to kind of, you know, get back into a defensive shape with with the rest of that midfield. But, yeah, a real shame for Foster that he's going to miss three games because his straight line running tonight was absolutely... <laughs> well, love, he had to bring that into it. I'd love to see him up against that United defence. Oh, you know? Exactly, of course you would. Yeah, it's like really Rashford-esque at times, isn't it? Just that, you know, that strength in the first half. To Whoa. win the ball 50 yards, 40 yards from goal, he's battled twice with two defenders. He's got it. And then yeah. he's, you know, he's had his shot, which is, you know, blocked and, oh, and yeah. what have I you. Mean, a, couple, a couple of times he goes deep, wins the ball back, mm. and then he doesn't just like look to lay it off to the fullback or something. He's going off on a run, running straight at them, straight at them, at them. <laughs> 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 but he. Uh, mm. But uh, he's but been hugely like, impressive, hasn't he? He really but, has. But, yeah, but what, like we were saying after, I think it was the first game, the City game, and we're sort of saying that can we, can we look to get Osho on the half turn and you know spin him, get him spinning and play him in behind? And the opening goal against Spurs comes from Roberts playing him in down the left. And that, that instant second half where he comes short and then darts in behind and he, he's absolutely 
murdered Montiel, who, you know, World Cup mm. winner, who didn't know what day it was tonight. And they had to play, well, they had to bring another fullback on to move the fullback over to counter him. And, uh, you know, the, he, he's been, well, two and a half million quid and he couldn't get in the Espanyol first mm. team. There's something, something bizarre about the whole, what on well, earth is <laughs> I think the the Colliosho thing is interesting, isn't it? Because he's like the archetypal uh, project player, isn't he? He's the, mm. he's the he's the buy him cheap, bring him on, and and sell him high. I don't know. I think he might be com- uh, in competition with uh, Amdouni for being the first hundred million pound player because I think he's got he he's got that sort of directness that really scares defenses. We, there were a couple of there's a couple of occasions where there's a there's a diagonal to him and and he doesn't bring it down on his chest and pass it back to the fullback he chests it forward and chases after it yeah and he he does that instinctively without even thinking about it his touch is not quite there yet is it but when he gets it right he just puts players on the ground and 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 finds his way through one in in once he's got the experience and how old is he now nineteen is he just turn nineteen. Just turn nineteen. When he's got the experience and he improves that touch and he gets the coaching and he gets, he's gonna be some player. I mean, he's 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 making an impact now, isn't he? But imagine what he's gonna be like in two or three years with a few Premier League seasons under his belt. He's gonna be and an he, like is friend, it. American friend was texting me during the game and saying, you know, if Greg Berhalter's watching this game now, the U.S. coach. He's going to be saying, "Don't play for Italy. Come and play for your homeland and all that." He's going to be making a, a bid mm-hmm, for him. Yeah. And they've got Christian Pulisic, obviously, who plays that position for him. But I tell you what, in a year or two, if he carries yeah. on this rate of progression, he's 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 going to be a hell of a player. I mean, if you're Italy, you're holding on to him as, as, yeah, <laughs> as well as he can. Aren't so you? quick as well. I mean yeah. that, and that, that's all. Yeah, that was that's a big all difference. Like. Having that solidity back there, and you know, we can talk about bringing in Dyche-era players to bring that solidity a little bit, isn't it? You know, three Taylor, Taylor Brownell, and uh, and Goodmanson coming in, but we never had pace up front under Sean, did we? We never had no, anything no, like Colliosho as a way. Apart of, from Marvin of... Sordell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Narky Wells on these at his moments. Tom in cheek. But um, but yeah, and then you look at the like the subs coming off the bench. I mean, you know, don't want to get carried away, but like to have you know Sanderberger come on, impact the game, do do good things. Um, Zarori comes on, should have scored probably, or should have certainly done yeah. better with that chance. Hmm. But then we've not seen Benson. We've had a little spell from Trezor with a couple of really nice touches, just a couple of little moments. Hmm. But you know, suddenly like Ramsey doesn't even get on. You know, no, no, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Not in the, no, 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 the crewman yeah. wasn't that bad after all, eh? <laughs> no Redmond in the squad either, was there? Did, did no. Redmond no. miss out on no. the match day as well? It's that's the thing, isn't it? You've got all of these. No Masengo on the bench. You've got mm-hmm. all of these players who you just kind of go, how do you fit that into nineteen? I was saying this to somebody at Five Aside on on Sunday, like, how do you fit all of these players into a nineteen man match day squad? Keep everybody happy. Taylor's first appearance in a Premier League match day squad today, and he starts. 
You know, mm. Rodriguez missed out on the first match or the first couple of matches. You know, all these players who, you know, have got that quality Big missing out on the match. Yeah. Massive, yeah, potentially. I mean, yeah. who else is there to, to kind of fill that? Role? Do you do you stick Amdouni further forward? Do you stick? Can imagine Ram- that, can't you? Yeah. Ramsey in his role, it changes the dynamic. I mean, we're not pumping long balls up to Foster, so the the style of play doesn't necessarily need to change very much. But you know, Jay against United on on Saturday, you won't bet against him having a bit of, uh, bit of fun with you know the record against them. I think as well the butcher yeah. or whatever they call Martinez, the little you know the little midget. Um, <laughs> You'd definitely back someone like Jay and his experience to, to to play that system with them players providing, you know, some kind of service for him. You know, can he play the Foster role? Probably not as well as Foster does. Don't think we'd have been saying that last season. But, yeah, maybe apart from a left-back, which we've suddenly discovered in as reserves or as B-team or whatever, maybe the, the transfer window weren't quite as bad as... Some people were making out. He does, does make the whole Charlie Taylor thing still seem even <laughs> weirder, really, in a way that he comes in, and the only argument against Charlie Taylor was he can't play a company system. And every time I'm looking at my TV screen, I'm seeing him in that inverted role, going into the centre of midfield, playing a short pass or a little yeah. dink over the top. He, he absolutely didn't yeah. play like he did under Dice, just bombing up and down the left and everything. So I thought a big. Big kudos to Charlie Taylor. Absolutely, and he did answering all the critics and doubt. He did really well in the transition, like Andrew said. He 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 got back there, didn't he? Nobody got nobody, nobody. He didn't get sucked in, and 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 people got around the back of him. He makes he makes sure the ball's safe, doesn't he? That's he's he's that kind of defender. He makes it safe. That's your that's your know how, though, isn't it? Hundred and sixty yeah. Premier League games, thirty year old. You know he's. Yeah. He's a he's a he's a yeah. proper athlete as well, you know. He's a fit lad. Uh, well, it's testament yeah. to him. Like I say, he can, he can come in having played once all season and just perform like that. Mm. And the knock on on the rest of the defence was that you know Conor Roberts is playing at right back, Alder mm. Keel's playing at centre half, and it looked. Yeah, I wouldn't say it always looked solid because I still felt we, you know, there was still something a little bit fragile about it to me, but. Yeah, it can go from front to back quite quickly, can't it? Yeah, but, yeah. I mean that that sort of thing happened all over the pitch. I thought Brownhill playing made Cullen a much better player than he's he's been shown to be 100%. in the last few games. You know, he wasn't he wasn't playing he wasn't playing with the ball the wrong side of him much of the game. He, he was able to sit there and control the game a bit more. So it just that it just felt like it had a better balance in it. Let's that, that's how you that's how they describe it, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Any any uh, any other points from that game that are sort of jumping out to people? Because I think we covered a lot of ground there that that was very you know very positive. Yeah. But it's still only a one-one draw against Forest. It should have been a two-one victory. They've won, they've won the game. End of day. Yeah. <laughs> We could do a Mourinho and just put his own league table up, couldn't we? So, yeah. I, I do not recognise yeah. this. I do not recognise this draw. And minute, it's good enough with yours, eh? Minute no handball. Congratulations to Vinny and boys on their first victory this season. Yeah, yeah. I think for the, I think for the confidence, you know, after they've had taken some beatings, haven't they? Let's put it, you know, the, the, for the confidence going through the squad, you know, they'll now start to believe a little bit that they can do it against. The sides they need to do it against. I mean, if you if you told me this morning I'd be sat here tonight saying I was a bit disappointed 
well, very disappointed that we didn't win the game. I would have been surprised. I was thinking if we get a point here, we'll be doing well. But, you know, yeah, we've, we've done better than I thought we would. And a lot of positive signs, you know, the players like, even even like, uh, I think you, you said, didn't you, Sander Berger had, uh, made an impact when he came on. I thought with that, that there were glimpses there of what he's capable of and where he should be playing and what he can do. He was like a totally different player to the one we've seen in 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 the recent games. Um, so I, I, the only negative for me that that I'll remember about tonight's game is is the negatives that the, the VAR brought, and it shouldn't be like that, should it? You no. know, it shouldn't be like that. You know, the, one of the great joys in football is that moment after you score a goal and you right a, a decade of wrongs. You know, and we they've taken that joy away from us, haven't they? You can't celebrate a goal wholeheartedly anymore in the Premier League because you just, at the back of your mind, it's always did something the happen there that goal. I didn't see. Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm, I agree with you, Sam. It was great last year when we didn't have this. It's great. It's great for the goal line technology. Is good to see if it went in or not. You know that 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 works, doesn't it? Even the offside stuff, you know, more often than not, they get that right, don't they? But these 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 sort of ludicrous going back to see if there's something happened somewhere that might they might be able to disallow the goal for it just I mean that it's so it's so frustrating uh, no and I, I bet not one of us thought that handball for the for the for their goal was a handball we just went oh yeah that's not handball and it was exactly the same as the one that they gave against us it just seems so. But there won't oh, be a massive betray. fuss about this one. If if that happened to, you know, the big six teams, yeah. there'd be debates They're about massive. it on Sky and in the papers for days to come. This will just get forgotten. Wouldn't have been disallowed if it was a big six club. No. But oh, oh, I've, just seen, I've, I've just seen oh. a clip of the referee at the end again exaggerating the arm movement. Oh, yeah. He didn't on. even do that. He, he, he didn't, didn't you know, he's, he's, he's now blatantly making up his own version of what he's seen on the TV screen. If you yeah, look at it, Daz Bentley's just texted it out and just, just sent me a message saying, you know, here's the video. And he says, you know, the referee, when he's talking to Berger and he's talking to Craig Bellamy, his arm is moving more than Sander Berger's arm moved. So he's, mm. he's, re, he's rewriting what he's seen on the video. So he's justifying his decision yeah. by saying to, you know, we've all got eyes, as somebody said earlier. You know, it's not handball yeah. because we've all got eyes. Yeah. You know, to avoid, to avoid any doubt in that situation, Sander Berg would have had to put his arm in an unnatural position. Yeah, he's he would. got to raise Which it Which is what they're told they're not supposed to do. You yeah, 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 Great. exactly, exactly. Great. And and the truth is, the, the, those two decisions, the sending off and and the dislive goal, if they if those two had gone the other way, nobody would have been talking about it tonight. No. Nobody would have been talking about it after the game. The pundits on telly, they wouldn't have asked company about it. None none of that would have happened. Which goes to show, there was no clear and obvious errors in the decision that the referee made on the field, which was that nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. So a mixed night, really, yeah? Um, a night really encouraging performance in, in so and many actually, different just, ways. Just before we get into this, the other thing is, that referee, the PGMOL, whatever the bloody called, will probably drop him for the weekend games as an admission that he screwed up. Yeah. 
if he if he gets he won't get a big game this weekend because whoever's in charge, Howard Webb or whichever ex referees in charge of that that set of cronies now. Webb is yeah. Mm. Is his Webb isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll brush over. They'll brush over that. He'll, he'll, he'll be he'll be officiated. He'll be rested. He'll be rested for the weekend. I don't, he'll be rested I don't think for the he'll weekend. Be rested, yeah. No, I'm not, not rested. He was only Burnley. Exactly. Yeah. Only Burnley. <laughs> yeah, we did. We will demand an apology. That's what we need. <laughs> Start a campaign now. <laughs> Referee told me afterwards there was nothing wrong with it. <laughs> said, said a player. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> So a mixed a mixed night then really obviously frustration with the officials but a lot of encouraging things to take from uh, Burnley's performance quick round now man of the match Greavesy uh, Foster before the sending off for me Chris Collie Oshaw Justin yeah. I, I was impressed by Amdouni I'm going to give it him Woody Foster. And I'll say Collie Osho as well. So joint man of the match award for, for Foster and Collie Osho from, from the B.O. end. That does us for tonight um, and for today, if you're listening in the morning. Um, <laughs> please do follow us on From the B.O. end, which is B.Hole Podcast on Twitter and Facebook and uh, review and like and rate and subscribe to our podcast. And we'll be back with you later this week to look ahead to Saturday's big game against Manchester United. Thanks very much for joining us. All the best and up the clarence. Jimmy McElroy to Watson. Go.